Do you have an idea for a podcast, but you don't know where to start? Maybe you're overwhelmed by all the tech or you're convinced nobody will actually listen to you. Well, I'm Shauna Game. After nine and a half years as a professional podcaster, at this show, everyone's talking money. And 25 million downloads later, let me tell you the secret to a profitable podcast. It is building a solid foundation, your podcast roadmap before you launch. That's why I created the Podcaster Class, a fast-paced group cohort podcasting for profit eight-week style NBA program. The Podcaster Class is immersive, comprehensive, and insanely motivational. If you want to create a podcast, DIYing a launch is just not the way to go. In the Podcaster Class, you'll get the tools, tips, and strategies to create a podcast that resonates with listeners and one you can be proud of. Get this. 90% of podcasters never make it to episode three. That's 2.8 million podcasters who just quit. So to be a top podcaster, you only need to publish 21 episodes, but you got to make them good. So in the podcaster class, I'm taking the mystery out of how to create, launch, and profit from your podcast so you can create a top 1% podcast just like this one. The May cohort is now open for enrollment. Classes start May 22nd. There are only 15 spots open. You are going to learn podcasting with me and 14 other amazing people. You can learn all the details at thepodcasterclass.com. Use code podcast when you sign up for $100 off. That's thepodcasterclass.com. You know I'm a big fan of enjoying life while still being smart financially. That's why I love ButcherBox. I can get a variety of high-quality meat, seafood, chicken, and pork at an amazing value, all with exclusive member deals delivered to my door with free shipping always. One thing I just never wanted to cut out of my spending plan is eating good food. And with ButcherBox, I don't have to, and neither do you. Where else can you get free protein for a whole year? Yes, you heard that right. One of my favorite go-to dinners is a salmon bowl. I'm not even a huge salmon lover, but ButcherBox's wild-caught salmon is Oh, so good. I make a nice little marinade, saute some veggies, cook the salmon, and throw in some weiss. And it is an amazing dinner. If you want to take less trips to the grocery store and always have prepared meat in the freezer for a lot less money, you need ButcherBox in your life. Sign up at butcherbox.com etm and get our special deal. ButcherBox is offering our listeners a free for a year offer plus an additional $20 off. You can choose salmon, chicken breast, or steak tips free in every order for a year. Sign up today at butcherbox.com slash etm. Hey, I'm Shauna Compton-Game. This is Millennial Money, and today we're talking where everyone is traveling in 2018. Millennial Money with Shauna Compton Game. It will expand your brain. Okay, so it's a new year. The holidays are over. We're we're all still settling in in 2018. How's uh how's 2018 uh, treating you so far? So far, so good. We're only a few days in, Honestly, so exactly. Well, we're a week in, or a little over a week in here, but we're all itching to get far, far away. Maybe experience an amazing getaway. Maybe travel to some place you've actually never been before. 
Yeah, absolutely. I mean, there's lots of places I want to go to, and I know the listeners have a ton of places that they want to travel to. Yeah, exactly. So, you know, so last time we kind of talked about the b- budget-friendly destinations. So this time we're, we're going to talk about those places you've always wanted to go to. Places maybe you've never been before. Maybe you've never heard of before. And, and now we're going to go like, oh, here's the place. So we came up with a list of where everyone's traveling to uh, in 2018, where the experts are saying that to travel to uh, and where we, th- we think you should go and where we actually want to go. Yeah, absolutely. So... What are some of the places we should go? Well, how about if uh, we find an, found an island that Alexander Hamilton was born or an American iconic city that turns 300 years old? Maybe where the island that Luke Skywalker uh, hung out in the last in the movie The Last Jedi. I'm sure there's lots of people listening to the podcast that want to go there. Yeah, exactly, and a lot of people are actually going there. So we found 11 places that you think we should that you should go to uh, this year in 2018. Um, some of them are places you're like, okay, yeah, that might maybe cost me a little bit, but a lot of these places would just happen to come up with places that are actually still even affordable too. Not the crazy expensive one, but somewhere maybe you could travel to and, and, you know, find a, a really nice hotel, like Four Seasons or something like that. Yeah. And you know what? I'm all for a travel splurge. I think there are times in life where, you know, you definitely splurge money, whether you're going on a honeymoon or you're celebrating a big birthday, I mean, I do think there is, you know, merit to taking one of those like once in a lifetime trips. Yeah. All right. So we found 11 places uh, that we love, we really travel to, or we always want to go to. So let's start off with Detroit. And Detroit is a place uh, that we've had on the podcast. We had uh, about a year and a half ago, we had a, a episode about it. And we're actually going to be traveling to Detroit, hopefully sometime soon. And we're going to have some more coverage about Detroit and their comeback that keeps continuing. Uh, I mean, it, this is such an awesome city. Uh, as we mentioned before in the, in the Detroit podcast, it was a city I never always liked to go to. And then I went there a couple years ago and it is really truly made a comeback. And young creative types have really jump started the scene where they began uh, transforming, you know, crazy huge abandoned buildings into distilleries and bike shops and galleries and restaurants and now even a hotel. Uh, a brand new hotel is opening there coming up in May. The foundation is in downtown, which used to be a firehouse. Uh, so that's really cool. And, and the design of that, what I've seen so far, is great. So I'm really excited to go back to Detroit and see the progress even more. A couple of things that they were working on at the time, they were working on a, on a, a hockey arena and a basketball arena and a streetcar that goes all the way through the town. There's this whole riverfront area that they that now has really transformed the whole river area of Detroit. And, it, and those have now all opened and it's supposed to be beautiful. I've seen it on TV. Uh, so I'm really excited to just see this up and close and just see the continuing comeback of this great all-American city. Yeah, and you also stayed at a really cool yes. hotel called the Aloft Detroit at the David Whitney when you yes. stayed there. Yeah. And it's one of the hotels that we're going to feature uh, in the show notes for this for this episode. But um, it just looks like such a really cool design for an Aloft hotel. Yeah, and it's one of those hotels you, 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 you walk in and it's just beautiful building inside. People actually live there. There's apartments there. It was a, I think it was abandoned for like 10 years, this building. And then... Uh, 
the Aloft took it over and made this the really beautiful hotel. Um, but you look outside your window, and c- some people have certain you know views. I think you could on some of them you could see the river, you see a park or something like that. But you see this just the skyline of Detroit, and that's just really cool. So if you're if you're thinking of you know a cool urban setting, that's a, a good one. So uh next up we have a place uh that is actually a country that has only kind of been ex- in existence for officially 10 years a little over 10 years uh that used to be part of the former yugoslavia many countries were formed under the for the former yugoslavia serbia which what what they're saying about serbia it is the alternative to croatia and every, i mean croatia has been hot for you know 10 to 15 years now people are traveling there and 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 Croatia is beautiful, but Serbia is is really sort of now emerging as one of those. It's it's beautiful. It has uh, lush mountains and trails and all kinds of really cool places to travel to. the The whole country is just beautiful, um, but it also is a, is becoming a party country, which is really cool. Um, Belgrade, uh, which is at the time of Yugoslavia was the city you would never ever travel to just like maybe Berlin was, but it is rivaling Berlin as, as a party destination in the Northern town of Novi, um, or Novi Sad, they actually have one of the hottest uh, music festivals that's been around for several years, the Exit Festival. And actually, they have several other breakoff festivals as well, too, throughout the year. But their biggest one is the Exit Festival in July. Um, and, you know, like, at, they haven't announced their lineup this year, uh, but it has won awards. Uh, it's like one of the top festivals that actually won awards. Last year's uh, list had DJ Hardwell, Liam Gallagher from Oasis, and the Killers were, were some of the headlines um it's also a really hospitable country uh like so as you arrive a lot of time they'll give you a drink uh called a i think i think it's called ravgya and uh it's a fruit brandy and so you know, they'll give you a little shot of of this fruit brandy and a hearty three hello kiss i like any country that's going to welcome mm-hmm. me with a cocktail i think that's already setting up to be like an awesome country to visit yeah but i think this is like a country if you tell people like oh yeah so i'm going on a trip to Ser- serbia you're like what what <laughs> yeah, yeah. The, didn't they just have a war there like yeah they did about 15 years ago plus and but no now it's beautiful and people are flocking there yeah, and uh, the Square Nine Hotel in Belgrade is just an awesome hotel. You guys need to check this one out. So the concept of the hotel was born from the owner's desire to really become a part of Belgrade's whole renovation. And they wanted you know, something that was luxurious but had more familiar character to the city. And, you know, in the, in the last couple decades since, you know, Serbia's kind of re- uh, surged again, I guess, in popularity, Uh, there's been a lot of chain hotels that have come into Serbia. Obviously, that's what happens in a lot of countries. But um, the owners of Square Nine Hotel really wanted to create something that had both, again, that luxurious feel, was also affordable and funky, but fit in with, you know, what was happening at Belgrade. So I I just, I, I searched a lot of hotels in Belgrade and this one definitely looks like it, it stands out. Yeah, Serbia has been sort of on the radar, on my radar for a while now. But now it's, it's after doing the research for this episode, I'm like, oh, it's hard on my list. It is absolutely on my list. Yeah, um, it's someplace I really would not have thought yeah. about until we put this together and went, yeah, all right. Yeah. You know, I, Belgrade and, and every sort of area around seems 
like a really interesting place to explore. Yeah. So uh, next up, I mean, do you think we should actually break into a, a rap from the musical Hamilton uh, to, to introduce the, the, this next country? I don't know any sh- raps uh, from Hamilton, okay, so right, I don't right, know if right. I could do that. Um, but let's just pretend that we right, did. Yeah. So our next place is Nevis, which is just a beautiful, beautiful island in the Caribbean. And I am such a fan of the Caribbean. Do you say Caribbean or Caribbean? I think it depends. I say Pirates of the Caribbean, so but uh, I say Caribbean, so I go yes. both ways. Okay, I'm a Caribbean yeah. girl. So unlike many of its neighbors, Nevis was actually spared from damage from the Hurricane Maria and Irma in 2017, which is just a miracle. And it, that meant that, of course, the like picturesque beaches now are open for yeah. tourists. And a lot of people are now looking for islands in the Caribbean where they can go where, you know, they haven't suffered extreme damage. Yeah. And it's it's also, it's it's the twin sister to St. Kitts, right? Isn't it? Yes. Something like, yeah. And it, it's like only a couple miles away. But it's also sort of an undiscovered, in a way, you know, uh, island that people don't always go to. But they have really awesome uh, things to do there, right? Yeah. I mean, it's quieter. It's simpler. You know, it's more connected to nature, but don't be fooled by that. There are still some amazing properties on the island. If you want to go totally high end, uh, the Four Seasons Island property is where you're going to stay. I mean, there are palm trees and endless sea vistas, and it is definitely a splurge property, but trust me, like you will not regret a dollar that you have spent on that at all. If you want to go a little bit more uh, budget, but also more of like a homey feel, I found an amazing romantic villa with a plunge pool on Airbnb that starts at just 125 bucks a night. And it's about a three to four minute walk to beach. But really, Nevis is um, an island where you want to rent a car and you want to be able to drive around. It's a small island. You really want to be able to explore all of the amazing beaches. So Airbnbs are definitely the way to go. Uh, especially here. Yeah, and it's also another way to sort of, uh, you know, immerse yourself in the in the culture there too, which I think is really cool. And I think a lot of times when you go to these, uh, you know, Caribbean nations, either on your on a ship or maybe in a, in a hotel, you kind of get excluded from that, and and you don't understand how beautiful and how great uh, the people are there. And and how how cool they are. So you know, and and the fun fact here is uh, is that's where Ag- Alexander Hamilton from the musical and uh, he he was born there. So that's where he actually came from. And and I actually get a lot of emails from the their tourism board, and they're always pushing people to go to Nevis. And uh, it's, it, it, it really is one of those kind of like forgotten islands. Yeah. I think that um, you know most people don't think about Nevis. Most people are pretty much go to you know the more popular islands. But I think definitely after the hurricane. You know, I mean, like St. Thomas has basically been almost vaporized as well. They still don't even have electricity. So, you know, there are just a lot of places where, you know, you you don't want to go to right now. Yeah. Um, But we also have another island that is also very popular and has been for a while. But it's maybe something people haven't always thought about for a while. Yeah. And it is Crete. And if anybody has been to the Greek islands, I am so envious of you because it is definitely, I think, right up at the top of my list. But Crete is this ancient island. It's also the largest and most populous of the Greek islands. 
but it's interesting fact, the 88th largest island in the world and the fifth largest island in the Mediterranean Sea. So it's a lot bigger than, you know, the, the, the smaller islands in the Greek islands that a lot of people go and visit to. But um, I'm not even going to pronounce this correctly, but... Uh, Herculean? Herculean. Okay, yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm not up on my, on my Greek here. Herculean. There we go. The uh, Cretan capital was Europe's fastest growing tourism destination of 2017, which is shocking. And I think really what that shows is that people are trying to go off the beaten path and go places where not all everybody is going to. You know, they're looking for something unique. Yeah, they. I mean, they they have like what three thousand miles of mountains, valleys, sandy beaches. You know, right, right there, kind of butted up against the sea as well. And they, and what they say, they also have three thousand hours of sunshine a year. Which yeah, is, so which it's is interesting very sunny, there. very very sunny. Yeah. If you're the type of person where you yeah. need a little sun, that that's me. Yeah. Uh, well, I think right now in the middle of winter, a lot of a lot, our, a lot, a lot of the country, they, they're like, I need that three thousand hours of sunshine. We have some vitamin C or vitamin, vitamin D, D deficient, yeah. probably some vitamin C as well, but definitely yeah. some vitamin D deficiency going on. Yeah. But I found on Airbnb, I mean, if you're going to go to Crete, you need to stay somewhere that like, you know, is really kind of an ancient feel to it. Yeah, maybe hire a Greek grandma to come in and cook for you too. In those moments when money is just not moving as fast as your dreams, Earnit provides the financial momentum you need to keep moving forward. Earnit is an app that gives you access to your pay as you work, up to $100 per day or up to $750 per pay period. You just download the Earnin app and verify your paycheck. Then you access up to $100 a day as you work, and you can leave an optional tip. Any money you access plus tips are automatically repaid from your next paycheck. I honestly would use Earnin in lots of different ways, but what's on my mind recently is I need a night out. I need some good tacos to sip on a few virgin margaritas and celebrate you all helping this podcast earn 26 million downloads. Make Earnin a part of your financial routine and join Earnin's over three and a half million customers who say things like, when I think about Earnin, I think about financial stability and security. Gives me a lot of peace of mind. Download Earnin today, spelled E-A-R-N-I-N in the Google Play or Apple App Store. When you download the Earnin app, type in Talkin' Money under podcast when you sign up. It will really help the show. Talkin' Money under podcast. Earnin is a financial technology company, not a bank, subject to your available earnings daily max, pay period max, and location. See earnin.com slash TOS for details. Bank products are issued by Evolve Bank and Trust, member FDIC. I'm going to be real with you. Identity theft is on the rise, and you do not want to wake up one morning and discover that your bank account has been emptied, or you're overdue on credit cards you never even applied for. We talk about this often on the podcast, but you don't realize how much of your information is available to scammers on the internet and how susceptible you and your family are to identity theft and fraud. I know it's scary, but now you can get your data removed with Delete Me. That's why I personally choose Delete Me. Delete Me is a subscription service that removes your personal information from the largest people search databases on the web and in the process helps prevent potential ID theft doxing, and phishing scams. I just started using Delete Me and I got my regular personalized privacy report. (laughs) I was shocked what they found and removed. It was pages of information about me that I did not want online. Here's how it works. You sign up and provide Delete Me with exactly what information you want deleted. 
and their experts take it from there. I cannot tell you how relieved I felt to have Delete Me. And you know, it's also a great service for your parents or grandparents to help protect them from identity theft. Delete Me is not just a one-time service. Delete Me is always working for you, constantly monitoring and removing the personal information you do not want on the internet. Take control of your data and keep your private life private by signing up for Delete Me, now at a special price for my listeners. Today, get 20% off your Delete Me plan when you go to joindeleteme.com slash etm and use promo code etm at checkout. The only way you get 20% off is to go to joindeleteme.com slash etm and enter code etm at checkout. J-O-I-N-D-E-L-E-T-E-M-E dot com slash etm. Go to joindeleteme.com slash etm and use code etm for 20% off. When it comes to financial advice, you got to trust the source. It's why you listen to this podcast. When I'm looking to upgrade my wallet, I turn to NerdWallet. Their expert team of nerds dives into the details to help you find smarter financial products. Before NerdWallet, I was paying for vacations all wrong. (laughs) I was missing out on miles. I didn't even know I was leaving on the table. Now I've got a new card with more miles and more upgrades. What could future you do with more travel rewards? I don't know, maybe that fancy hotel upgrade that you have always been dreaming about. Wherever you go next, make it happen with a smarter travel credit card. Don't wait to make smart financial decisions. Compare and find smarter credit cards, savings accounts, and more today at nerdwallet.com. Nerdwallet, finance smarter. As with all cards, credit is subject to lender approval and terms apply. The weather is getting warmer. I'm so excited. And it is time to say goodbye to all those jackets and sweaters and hello to the shorts and t-shirts. I wanted to update my summer workout wardrobe for the long haul without, you know, spending a fortune. Luckily, I found Quince and I am in love. Quince is your go-to place from everything from premium European linen dresses, blouses and shorts from $30, washable silk tops, timeless, 14 karat gold jewelry, and so much more. The best part of all, all Quince items are priced 50 to 80% less than similar brands. By partnering directly with top factories, Quince cuts out the cost of the middleman and passes those savings on to you. And Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing practices and premium fabrics and finishes. I love that. Okay, I bought the dreamiest pair of workout leggings and a bright pink workout top to match. Honestly, ladies, I gotta tell you, these leggings you need. The price cannot be beat and I feel like a million bucks wearing this cozy workout friendly outfit. I've worn it for like five days straight. Get warm weather ready with Quince. Go to quince.com slash etm for free shipping on your order and 365 day returns. That's Q-U-I-N-C-E dot com slash ETM to get free shipping and 365-day returns. Quince.com slash ETM. Yeah, I found this beautiful stone villa with air conditioning, which is rare to find on Airbnb. It's just stunning. And on all of the reviews, the host of the Airbnb provides a fridge of yummy goodies. She home bakes, uh, you know, uh, Grecian creations for you as well and helps you plan out a whole itinerary of you know the restaurants you should eat and where you should travel and I think things like that are really cool because it's like you have your own 
private tour guide. Yeah. And yet you're so well taken care of. Yeah. Well, and we've stayed in Airbnbs where, where the owners have given us a lot of really cool tips and check in with us and like, Hey, what about this? Or you do you need help with that or whatever? And, stuff. and, and we found in our research just, in Greek Greece alone, that there's a lot of Airbnbs that are like this, which is which is really great, and it it, it doesn't make you feel like you're kind of out there on your own. Yeah, and I think you know the concierge at hotels is fabulous, but sure. a lot of times they're influenced by certain restaurants exactly. and certain places, and so that those are the places they're going to recommend. So always, if you find a great Airbnb host, I mean that's where you're going to get your most honest itinerary I yeah think. and and also a, a tip uh sometimes travel writers we'd like to actually go talk to the concierge and just sort of see where they're they're leaning and a lot of times we're, we're like wait what and you don't even know about this place or you don't you don't and a lot of times like that's what it is they won't recommend and some concierge are amazing they're like we'll get in the car and and drive you there or something like that but uh but yeah that that's just a little, a little tip there um New Orleans. We all we all love New Orleans. Uh, New Orleans, for me, as I've traveled there many, many times, I've mentioned this before, and it was one of those I, I loved, but then also it, it was sketchy and you just never knew about it. But New Orleans is, a, to me, a completely different city. I, I absolutely love New Orleans. This, the last time you and I went, we had a blast. Um, well, New Orleans is celebrating 300 years uh, as a city this year. So, of course, New Orleans, you got to have a party, right? I mean, of course. I mean, that's, that's just, and you got to have some sort of beverage. Yeah, that's that, that's exactly what you do. Well, New Orleans has 130. Last they said, as of the last count, they had 130 annual festivals every year. That's annual every year, including Mardi Gras, uh, which is in February coming up, uh, Jazz Fest. Which, if you don't know anything about Jazz Fest, and the more I've talked to people about Jazz Fest, yeah, and they're like, oh, wait, I, th- I thought it was all just jazz. No, 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 no. Like, some of the biggest bands play there. Uh, Kendrick Lamar was just there, like, the last year or year before. Uh, the French Quarter Festival is similar to that. That's in April. Uh, plus, they have a 300th birthday special, parties and events all throughout 2018. So, New Orleans is really has transformed in this cool city that has now a bunch of really great neighborhoods as well. Yeah, and there's a lot of hot hotels now. Like, you know, they've got the Ace Hotel, which is always a crowd favorite. Um, our friends at Old 77 have really changed the landscape and the vibe of the city. And is it Katahula? Yeah, I believe it's Katahula. This place looks really awesome. And it was built after we were there last time. So so many hotels have popped up. And this isn't even uh, the full list of hotels that have popped up there. Um, And this is supposed to be a really cool, right, uh, you know, kind of vibey hotel as well. Yeah, yeah, awesome. So now we're going to go to Europe. Yeah, exactly. Uh, now, when, when growing up, I was you watched like a spy movie or something like that, and uh, you know, I I liked always wanted to go to Stockholm, to Helsinki, uh, and then also to Oslo. For some reason, they always had those like spy movies and stuff, and I was able to go to Oslo for a few days uh, a few years ago, and I, I loved it. It was great. Oslo really reminds me of say like uh, Seattle. It's it, it's um. A real cool metropolitan city, and it's right there on the water. People also will boat in, um, you know, from they have some islands right around the area. 
from right around the city, and then they'll come in and, and work there. But Oslo, again, they're also celebrate. They have a, a landmark, uh, you know, celebration this year. Um, and if you're not really well aware of, of all the different royalties throughout Europe, um, if you've watched The Crown on, on Netflix, you, you kind of get a little bit of, of, of exposure to that. But Norway is one of the, the, the countries that, that have, they still have a royalty there and they have a king and a queen and they're celebrating their 50th anniversary this year, their wedding anniversary, which is a big accomplishment for anybody sure, these, yes. these days. Um, even if you're a royal. Exactly. So uh, several years ago when I went to, to Stockholm, which I've been many times, uh, I was actually there when their oldest, the, the princess who she's going to become the queen, she ro- she married and they had the big royal wedding there. And But but the cool thing about that, if, you, if you're into weddings, cool. If you're not into wedding, big royal weddings, great. But there's all kinds of really cool events that surround these kind of things. And so that's what Oslo is doing this year. Um, there's all kinds of real, you know, they're going to have... Uh, you know, it's packed full of calendars. There's going to be, you know, culinary and cultural events, um, concerts and all kinds of different things throughout the year, specifically more in the summer when, when it's, you know, warmer and, and nicer there. Um, they also, it's been 10 years since their opera house opened there and their opera house is really amazing. It's right on the water. It's even if you, even if you don't even, I like opera, you walk up to this place and this is just amazing structure. It's, it's really cool architecture there. Uh, but they're going to have all kinds of different, uh, concerts and performance, uh, throughout the year as well. And, you know, Oslo is just one of those, you know, beautiful cities that, that I love. It's a, it's a real walkable city. It's become more of a food scene. They're trying to rival Copenhagen and, in, in, you know, in Stockholm and, and they've always kind of been the, the, the step child of, of Stockholm in, in, in Copenhagen. Um, but it's one of those just really, I think it's in a lot of ways, Norway can be almost more beautiful than those places because they have mountains and, and fjords and all those kinds of things. So, so that, so if you start in Oslo, you can go and check out the fjords uh, elsewhere and stuff. And then you found, yeah, there's so place. many amazing, uh, hotels in Oslo, but, um, I found an Airbnb that's that's awesome. It's a seafront cottage. It's actually 12 minutes from the city center, but it is a beautiful, beautiful cottage right on the water. And it has an outdoor area that has 180 degrees of stunning views of the fjord and the islands. So, you know, there's swimming, there's all sorts of ac- outdoor activities. It's really affordable. And everybody uh, in the reviews that have stayed there said, you know, staying a few minutes out of the city is kind of great because you can go into the city to explore and then come back into this like nature that is just so beautiful and awe-inspiring and have, you know, both of those experiences. And they have a really great public transportation all around too. If you don't end up getting a car, they drive on the same side as we do. So that's easier. Thank God. Yeah. And then they, but they also have a train system. If you are in the downtown area that will take you directly to the airport, which is, 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 that's always a a plus for me. Yeah, absolutely. So we're, we're taking it back to the U S uh, for Austin, Texas, you know, Austin is always one of the hottest places to travel and the city just keeps getting better and better. I mean, there's better food, there's better festivals. It just, the vibe keeps going on. Yeah. And it's one of those cities that, uh, I've never been to, you have, and we finally got to go there and I absolutely fell in love with it. And we were only there for a short period of time and uh, we want to go back. And so we're actually going to feature Austin in an upcoming uh, episode uh, sometime soon. In fact, later this week, we're going to talk about one of the hottest hotels opening there, uh, is the Fairmont Austin and our good friend Casey, who is the marketing director there. 
uh, we're, we're going to talk with him later this week and talk about how. So we're going to go into more about Austin in the next few weeks about that. But uh, it is now absolutely one of my favorite cities. Yeah, I completely agree. You know, it can be hot and muggy, but, um, you know, in the right season, the right weather, it's perfect. Hey, they got some snow this time of year. So, you know, there's there's that if you're there right now. Uh, as well as we're coming up, we're going to feature Calgary and Banff, where we've been. We went to a few years ago. Um, it's another city that in 2018 has are really being talked about that people are really traveling. Uh, Calgary, I also think, is one of those cities that you don't really think about. Uh, when you think about Canadian cities, um, it, it hosted at Olympics uh, many years ago, I think, which actually at that time sort of sort of shocked people like, really, they're having it. But it um, which is really cool. When we travel there, you could actually see the ski slope that uh, that they actually used uh, in, in the Olympics. So Oslo has the same thing, too. They, they, they have the same ski slope, which is right up up the hill outside of the, the city there. Um, but we, we hung out in Banff for a couple of days and it was beautiful. I mean, it's always been. Uh, you know, last year's Canada celebrated 150 years. So, so the next few weeks, we're going to also talk about, uh, Calgary and Banff and have some, some good ca- uh, Canadians on the show and, and talk about that. Yeah. And just for reference, if you're thinking of staying somewhere in Banff, you got to stay at one of the best places, which in our opinion is the Fairmont Banff Springs. Yeah. It's just a classic, iconic Banff hotel. It, where it looks like an estate, doesn't it? It does. Like, I mean, it's, it's somebody's rich person or something. Yeah. Everything that you would hope for and dream of and going to a location like Banff, for sure. Yeah, exactly. Uh, so next up, we're going to talk about... Your favorite subject <laughs> ever. Maybe not my favorite subject, but it's a lot of people's... Uh, it's obviously the biggest movie of the year uh, this year. Last year. Last last year. Well, it's probably going to be this year uh, as well, too. But are there any Star Wars geeks out there besides myself? I'm, I'm sure there are. Uh, and you want to travel to the island where actually Luke Skywalker, you know, called home in the, in the Last Jedi? Well, you can, and it's actually in Ireland. Do tell. Do tell. <laughs> well, they are now. Th- this is a, a set of islands that have been widely known, and if you and if you travel to the Wild Atlantic Way um, on on the on the west coast of Ireland, there that uh, people have known this, and and but now with the Star Wars movies, the last two they feature where Luke Skywalker is, especially in this last movie, there's these beautiful. Uh, you know, islands that you're like, wait, is that actually real? Is that CGI? No, no, that, that's just Ireland being Ireland. I mean, they're awesome. And the, they're the Skellig Islands. And uh, now they actually have, they have tours that you could actually go to these islands. You're going to bring your walking shoes because you're going to do, you're going to walk a lot. And your umbrella. And your umbrella because you never know with the, with, with, with the skies opening up in, in Ireland and you never know the weather depending on where, no matter what time of year it is. Um, but you can actually catch one of these tours now and they're, they're really popular. Um, but they also limit them too. So it's not, you're not, it's not crazy and they're not, you know, they are manned and they are, you know, regulated and all that kind of stuff like that. But it's located along the, the, the wild Atlantic way. And I took a trip to, to Ireland by myself, uh, several years ago and went to a lot of these areas. Didn't get a chance to go to the Skellig Islands. I ended up going to the Aran Islands, which I always wanted to go to and loved. Um, now I really want to go because the, I, these islands are even, even more beautiful and stuff. You, you know, like you, you do take a boat out there and you do you have to go on a tour, but, it's really great. Other things you could catch along the Great Atlantic Way, um, or the Wild Atlantic Way, is uh, a lot of these tours launch from Kerry, which is absolutely beautiful. And you have the Ring of Kerry there. But you could also visit cities like Cork, which I've been to, Donegal, uh, and Galway, which which is absolutely beautiful as well, too. And you found one place, right? 
Yeah, absolutely. Uh, the Pax House actually is the number one B&B in Ireland in 2017, just with beautiful rooms, stunning sea views. It's actually in Dingle, um, but it is one of the the best places to stay and just lovely, lovely hospitality as well. Yeah. So, I mean, Ireland is always uh, is always on our list and we want to get back there and check out more of that and now go to the Skellig Islands. Uh, one of the places that I absolutely love and I always love going there um, is Washington, D.C. And I I love the history. I love that there's so many things to do that are actually for free that we've talked about on the podcast. Uh, and But D.C. has always kind of been the same thing. But now it's sort of changing in that they've just opened a 24-acre uh, water district uh, along the Potomac. It's And it is actually along – it's it's located along the Potomac Washington DC is, and you'll see that, but it's never been so much of a, of a, of a, uh, a water city, but now, now that's changing with it, with this new development. And so there's, there's new parks, there's, there's a music venue, the Anthem, which is actually voted the top music venue, uh, in 2017. Um, and it's, um, we've seen it on TV and it's beautiful. It looks beautiful. It definitely catches show there. A lot of famous chefs are moving in the, in this area. And there's, 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 50 plus shops and 20 restaurants uh with like i said some top chefs are always been there and you were just there in one of the top uh destinations there right now it was the national museum of african-american history yeah i was lucky enough to get um i was only there for like two or three days and so to be able to get you know an access pass uh for that day that i could go but i was in the first group that got in so essentially i got to tour the whole museum basically by myself uh, because nobody else was around. And it's just, you know, it's just one of those places that you need to see for, you know, American history. And, you know, it's heartbreaking. And at the same time, it's just a joyous place. Um, but it's just, it's beautifully, beautifully laid out. Um, and so many great uh, tributes to, you know, and, some of the and great- And maybe stories you've never heard too. Absolutely. Stuff. Some of the great, you know, African-American leaders in our history and some of the stories that- You've heard, and some of the stories you have not heard are featured in there. It's just, it's, it's just beautiful. Yeah, so I think this district wharf is really going to transform another side of of Washington D.C. that that uh, you know has already been sort of transforming. Anyway, it's one of the hottest food scenes. Um, there's so many things to do. I I love D.C. a lot because you can also take a lot of day trips to Virginia or even to Maryland and Baltimore and stuff like that. So, um, so it's definitely a, a hot on the 2018 travel list. Yeah, and if you want to stay somewhere like a five-star luxury boutique hotel while you're there, the Hay Adams is like one of the legendary places, and it's right near the White House. You have views of the White House, um, the scenic Lafayette Park, uh, and it's just it's just you know like place you can sit in the lobby and just ooh and ah like everything. And, and that's changed a lot too. In the last uh, several years, they've added more and more hotels uh, that are in that area that are a lot nicer too, uh, in, in the downtown, um, DC area too. And it's also become a lot safer too. So that, that's it's a plus. That's a, that's a total plus. Um, so finish up, wrap up this episode. Uh, we talked about a few other islands and there's so many other islands we could mention. Um, but I think one that is really important right now is Puerto Rico and Puerto Rico is looking for travelers, uh, back to the island in 2018, uh, as of when we did this research, uh, 149 properties endorsed by the tourism office uh, are open um, and n- nearly 110 operational and 67 tourist attractions uh, are are open right now. Um, flights and hotels are actually 
lower than than they've ever been right now. And and the best part is you don't actually need your passport to go to to Puerto Rico because it's a U.S. property. Yeah, ironically, it's in the U.S. That's what <laughs> the, every this whole debate has been about about Puerto Rico, right? Yeah. Now, is Puerto Rico just like even other places uh, back to one hundred percent? No, no. But but that's why it's even more important. And we're we're always about giving back. And I, we think Puerto Rico really needs your dollar dollars. Really needs your help. This is this would be a fun fun you know to maybe go and do a give back day while you're there. And, and then relax the rest of the time. Yeah, and there, you know, if you're wondering, like, where do I stay? Yeah, exactly. Um, I found an amazing Airbnb that's right in San Juan in old Puerto Rico. And they say on the Airbnb listing, we have electric power and a generator, plus we have air conditioning and everything's up and running. And it's a just a funky, funky place with a hammock outside. You know, it's drivable to a lot of the beaches. So there are a lot of places like that, but you definitely want to make sure that you read the reviews and make sure people have stayed there since the hurricane, you know, to um, ensure that, you know, you're staying somewhere great. Yeah. And San Juan is also a real cool uh, capital that is just an absolute beautiful uh, throwback city. Yeah, and if you're looking for something a little bit more beachy, there's actually an island called Vieques, which is eight miles uh, east of Puerto Rico mainland, but it's still part of Puerto Rico. Just stunning uh, beach locations, and the W Vieques is a great place to stay. I've actually wanted to stay there for a while. It's real funky, like the W, but just pure luxury you know you're just steering out at like wide open ocean just beautiful pools and you know all the magic you would think of puerto rico is there yeah and, and like we said puerto rico need, needs any, any of these affected areas that have hurricanes and earthquakes and stuff like that you know if you're closer or you're planning a trip go there because they need your dollars uh these days uh so that's basically our list uh real quick we wanted to have some honorable mention because it's you know it's like listing anything you're like I, I, like you, listing your favorite child yeah exactly exa- exactly <laughs> I love them all exactly but we found so many different ones but like Malta uh, is a, is on a lot of yes. li- lot of lists this year it's an it's a European alternative um, that's a lot cheaper sometimes and is just this amazing you know uh, country and then you're like wow how did I never not ever know about this the Faroe Islands now Iceland has always has been hot the last several years well this the Faroe Faroe Islands are right off the coast of Iceland, and you actually have to travel through Iceland to get there. So you got to do maybe a little, little double dip there and, and go there. Uh, Chile, of course, as we mentioned before, there's so much uh, landscape t- uh, to see there and food there. Um, and then Mexico City has been on the hot list for the last few years. But because of the earthquake, too, people are thinking, oh, should I travel there? Yes, you should. It is one of the hottest cultural and food places, uh, destinations you want to go to. Uh, so that's our list. And we think we came up with some places like, oh, I've never heard of that or I've never thought about that. We want to know where you're traveling to in 2018. Are there places that are off the beaten path that are, you know, some places that you've always want to go to and you're going to go to either this year or next year? You know, tell us about it. Like, write us and, and let us know. And if there's other places you want us to feature, we'll absolutely do that as well. All right. So I'm getting my bags packed already totally. right now as we speak. And I'm ramping up our savings because we need to go to stay all of these amazing places. So as always, you can follow me on Twitter and Instagram at Shauna Game. You can check out Jeff at The Traveling Game. And if you love this podcast, do me a favor, share it with your friends, shout it out on social media, use the hashtag Millennial Money Podcast, and head on over to the link in the show notes to leave us a five-star review. 
When it comes to work, communication is key. Even if you don't have a writing job, sounding unconfident, indecisive, or passive-aggressive can hold you back professionally and hurt your team's productivity. Grammarly Premium's advanced tone suggestions make sure you're always sending the right message. Sound clear and confident in your writing and automatically replace negative-leaning language with solution-focused alternatives. With Grammarly's help, you can build stronger relationships at work, be constructive in the face of challenges, and help your team get things done. Grammarly works where you do, so your team's projects get done before the deadline. And with features like comprehensive spelling, grammar, and clarity-focused sentence rewrites, Grammarly helps keep your writing efficient and mistake-free. The right tone can move any project forward. Get it just right with Grammarly. Go to grammarly.com slash podcast to sign up for free. Then get 20% off when you upgrade to premium. That's 20% off at grammarly.com slash podcast.